to give us a call he's supposed to be with us here momentarily uh does this every wednesday to to uh talk uh we've got our agenda set up i've got some different subjects that i told him we wanted to talk about uh those include but does not mean only uh a kind of a new contract with america that the congress uh, the Republican congressmen have come up with uh, called Commitment to America. The uh, COVID-19, where we're at as far as uh, relief goes, uh, uh, Mnuchin was talking about this yesterday, as was, I think, the head of the Federal Reserve. The uh, discharge petition, which passed late last night, and we'll talk to uh, the congressmen of why farmers seem to uh, you know, the farm aid seemed to be holding that up. And then uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Supreme Court. Now, Congress really doesn't have a whole lot to do uh, with uh, Supreme Court nominees. That's uh, the uh, the bailiwick of the uh, the Senate. But I'm sure that the congressman would like to uh, weigh in on it. We can talk about how the Democrats now are hoping to uh, past statehood for Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico. That would give us four additional senators, give them control, they believe, of the Supreme Court, or not Supreme Court, but the Senate. Uh, they want to stack the court. They've made that very clear and get rid of the Electoral College. They've made that clear as well. So and, and it just amazes me. I guess they believe that the American people, congressmen, are absolutely dumb that somehow getting rid of the electoral that the electoral college is the way for the minority to control the United States of of America. I mean that's basically what they say not in those particular words but that's what they say. Don't you agree? Well, it's turning good morning. Good morning. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yes, it's turning uh, the country over to a minority of voters, and that minority of voters would be in large urban areas yep. like New York. So this is the uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez full employment plan. Uh, <laughs> but I think it's unconstitutional. I don't anticipate it. It's not something that Congress can do. I believe it would take a constitutional amendment, yes. essentially. And you'd have an extensive debate. So to me, Dave, it's a throwaway progressive left talking point for cable news it's really not a serious proposal all right well definitely i can say as far as arkansas has been concerned it's been you know it's been brought up uh, over the last few general uh sessions that that whoever gets the most votes in a state in our state all of our votes would go towards that one uh person because that's not the way it has to go right now with the electors. They can give so many to certain candidates and things of that nature. They just want. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, Maine is an example. You hear President Trump talk about Maine a lot. Now, Maine apportions their electoral vote by district. Um, so they have two congressional districts. So Trump won one and uh, the Democrat won the other, for example. Uh, 
You have others, as you say, that would aggregate it so that it's the popular vote of the total state, not by congressional district. Uh-huh. Uh, but that doesn't still that's maintaining the electoral college and not going off in a, in a you know, wild goose chase like I hear on on cable news at night. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. You, you hear you hear a lot of things <clears throat> now. You hear a lot of things. Well, you know, uh, in Alice the Wonderland, the Queen said she could believe ten impossible things before breakfast, and that's what the Democrats are doing now. They think they can turn Puerto Rico and the district into a state. They think they can abolish the Electoral College. They think they can abolish the filibuster, which would be filibustered. They think they can, uh, uh, in turn, uh, tax a court. So that's not quite ten, but I'm sure they have some more Green New Deal National health care that takes away your choice, takes away your private insurance, takes away Medicare Advantage. We can get to 10 pretty quick. Yeah, you can, you, there's no doubt about that. You can definitely get to 10 really fast with uh, Nancy Pelosi and her crew. Let's talk about this commitment to America. Is this kind of a new contract with America that you all have come up with? It is. You know, I've been uh, I really appreciate uh, the leadership uh, by Kevin McCarthy to meet with members and get 150 good ideas that we put in commitment to America. I've been on him since March and April to do that, Dave, because I think every presidential election year and every two years in the House, we need to renew uh, our commitment to the American voters with what would we do if we were blessed to have uh, 16 additional Republican seats and take back the House? What would be our priorities? What are the president's priorities if he's reelected? And so we worked on commitment for America to do that. First one is to restore our health, which means rapid testing for everybody, point of sale testing. Uh, It means having uh, a uh, vaccine uh, that uh, we were in a meeting for two hours last night with Secretary Azar of Human Services. And what's happening in therapeutics and vaccines is so exciting. It means uh, restoring our health, meaning choice and affordable coverage and fixing the failures of Obamacare. Uh, renew our belief in the American dream, where we prize the Bill of Rights and individual freedom and law and order in our communities. And then I think the most important is rebuild our economy. And here, I think the Republican policies of low regulations, low and uh, balanced uh, taxation, uh, open markets for American goods to travel abroad, all lead to a, a much better chance at rebuilding the economy under Donald Trump's leadership rather than Joe Biden's, who has proposed a $4 trillion tax increase yes. as his opening act. Oh, but but... Wait, Congressman, that's only going to happen to the rich. That's not going to happen to the to the average American. I mean, surely if we pass these new taxes, uh, companies wouldn't pass them on to the consumer. Well, yeah, he fails to mention that he's going to tax uh, IRA accounts. He's going to raise the corporate income tax, which doesn't make any difference. If you're a mom and pop company and you pay the corporate tax rate, you're going to pay a higher income tax as well as high incomes or higher income taxes on uh, uh, working Americans uh, up to up and down the scale. So that's that old Democratic uh, trick is stale, but they never uh, stop talking about it. They just rename it. <clears throat> yep. You know, they just rename it and, and keep on. So 
a new contract with America called Commitment to America. Of course, the contract uh, uh, for America was uh, the brainchild of of Newt and Dick Army back in the day in the nineties, and they and, and depending on who you talk to, uh, they're the ones who wrote it. <laughs> exactly, they worked on it together big time, and both of them were terrific uh, salespersons. This. Uh, approach we've taken to commitment for america is broad and comprehensive and it's very similar to the approach that we took in 2016 when we unveiled the better way agenda that led to the biggest tax reform for american families in a generation well let's talk about covid19 i mean uh, it's not like nobody's not talking about it anymore what about relief what are we looking at mnuchin uh, spoke yesterday a little bit. Uh, the head of the Federal Reserve spoke a little bit of, about it yesterday. What's your gut feeling about what's happening? Well, uh, since late July, uh, Speaker Pelosi has held up the common sense things that American families want to continue the fight against the virus and help this economic recovery, such as fixing the unemployment compensation issue, really give people some certainty about that for the 11 million people that are still uh, unemployed from the pandemic. Uh, Extend the Paycheck Protection Program. Make sure it's available for all of our small businesses that are still incurring uh, a struggle to reopen. And, of course, that's uh, worse in states that completely shut down. Fortunately, Arkansas is not one of those. Uh, It also would have flexibility for our governors to spend the money that we've already given the states in a more effective way to help do broadband, uh, potentially do infrastructure spending and some other things that states want to do. So she's blocked that because she's still asking for $915 billion, almost a trillion dollars of no strings attached money to give to the big blue states that shut completely down and have major losses. And this is something that a majority of the Congress just does not support. And so we've been in that stalemate. Uh, This week, we're filing a discharge petition, Dave, which is a a motion where we get a majority of House members. We need 218 members, so we need about 20 or so Democrats to join us to move this Paycheck Protection Bill, where we'll uh, extend the $130 billion that we've already appropriated for Paycheck Protection and make that available to our restaurants, our uh, small hotels, our small businesses. Well, last night... uh you know, Pelosi finally relented and allowed uh, uh, the budget to continue through uh, December on a continuing resolution. What is her heartburn with the farmers of America? Again, uh, you know, I can't tell you how she thinks. She spends most of her time, I guess, on her appearance with one of the her wardrobe and her ice cream and her haircuts. But for some reason, she turned her back on uh, the commodity Um, money, the line of credit for our commodities that benefit our farmers and refuse to uh, extend the uh, continuing resolution to include farm aid. And uh, she got so much pushback from who? Democrats in the House who have farmers in their districts. I mean, she's just so out of touch. It's pathetic. So she relented last night, and we've now funded government at the 2020 levels with no poison pills we've extended funding uh, after the election to december the 11th yeah it's just crazy what what how she's running the business of of the house uh you know i've read articles that 
there's still a possibility that Republicans could win the House back. How do you feel about that come November? Well, the uh, the ballot is moving uh, in our favor. Of course, it changes every week, but I've been very encouraged to see uh, the way President Trump's numbers have improved. And I've heard from my colleagues that a lot of local uh, ballot races are improving. <clears throat> we basically need 17 people, Dave, and we will have a Republican House to go along with the Republican Senate. And maybe we can really make progress on some of these uh, challenges. I've been so disappointed in Speaker Pelosi's leadership of this Congress. She really has nothing to show for it. And on the major bills, they fall into two categories, just big, progressive, far left messaging bills that are not going to pass the Senate, not going to be signed into law. Uh, and, and she has a lot of those. Green New Deal being one of the more famous ones. Uh, having the federal government take over the whole election process, have the federal taxpayers pay for each House member's campaign. Anyway, just a bunch of bills that were going nowhere. Or uh, bills that were important to the country, like border security, the National Defense Authorization Act, the annual spending bills, where she's gotten rolled every time. Because House Republicans have teamed up with the Senate to pass common sense legislation that does not have all of her bad proposals in it. So she really has had a, a thin, thin legislative record for this Congress. All right, let's take a break. I'll come back. I want to talk to you about the Supreme Court. I know you're in the House and the Senate is where all the, the business is going on and this new moniker now that they're calling Mitch McConnell. Have you heard about this? He's now being called the Alpha Predator. Well, uh... <laughs> <laughs> we we got to talk about that as well. Here on the Dave Ellswick Show on 101.1 FM, uh, the answer, don't forget that we're talking with Congressman French Hill from uh, District 2. We'll continue and finish up our conversation in a moment. Don't forget about uh, our good folks at PI Roofing. You, you know if you got a, a leak or not. It's been raining all night long. It's supposed to rain most of today. Get over an inch of rain. If you're seeing discoloration on your uh, ceiling of a room or on a, a wall as you walk down the hallway, maybe some of the uh, uh, wallpaper is puckering because of dampness, you need to get PI Roofing out to look at it and uh, take care of it. They are your roof leak protectors uh, and detectives, and they can do this stuff. Even when it's raining, I mean, they'll get up on your roof and they'll stop the water getting into your house, which stops the damage that the water is doing to inside your home. Because remember, your roof is your final, your final place of uh, protection from the uh, elements. It, it does, it's a defense that keeps the wind and the rain out of your home. PI Roofing, give them a call. Use the same number I do, 707-3551. 707-3551 or reach them online, piroofing.com. By the way, we mentioned uh, in those ads about Dinesh D'Souza's uh, uh, new movie, The Election of 1860. All right, so off the top of your head, Hannah, or Hannah, Heidi, election of 1860, what 
Who, who was famously elected in 1860? Abraham Lincoln. That's correct. If I had an applause button, I'd play it for you right now. Con- <laughs> congratulations. That's why it's that type of election coming up here uh, in just a, a few days. Our guest is a congressman from District 2. And that, of course, is uh, French Hill. He's with us until the bottom of the hour. we got a couple of moments here. Of course, he's in the House. He's not in the Senate. But still, he can have all of the... I'm sure that if I asked the congressman what he thinks of the alpha predator in the in the senate mitch mcconnell that 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 name just blows my mind i mean they called him cocaine mitch they've called him everything now they call him the alpha predator saying don't ever under, uh, underestimate mitch mcconnell he knows how to play the game of politics well and he's done the whole thing about the judges very very well congressman uh are you proud of our senate Mitch McConnell will go down in history. He's now found his place uh, in history because of his careful stewardship of the judicial nominations of this president. He will have confirmed more judges uh, in a one-term presidency than uh, any other time. And uh, with his work in November, he's very likely to have confirmed three Supreme Court justices in a single four-year term. And you cannot take that accomplishment away. That's remarkable. Yeah, he's done a fantastic job. Uh, This president is going to, uh, and back in 2016, remember when he was running for his first term, this was one of the big issues, the Supreme Court, that he would get one, two, and perhaps three picks for the Supreme Court. It's come down now that he's going to get three, and I predict that if reelected, uh, he'll replace Breyer on the Supreme Court, and even maybe uh, Justice Thomas. That might come up as as well. So having who you have in the presidency and who is in control of the Senate, vote, uh, you know, elections have consequences. Let's see, there was a famous uh, politician by the name of Obama who said that. Yeah, I think what listeners need to know is, uh, you know, there's always hypocrisy on senators talking about uh, confirmation process and blah, blah, blah. But let me tell you something that there's not any hypocrisy about, which is when the Senate and the president are of the same party, let me repeat, when the U.S. Senate and the presidency are held by the same political party, there is no instance where... Uh, a nomination wouldn't be made and attempted to be confirmed. That's that correct. That is politics. And that is, as you say, elections have consequences. So there's no real hypocrisy about that for either party. I would think both parties would absolutely take that exact approach. And that's the approach that uh, Mitch McConnell is doing here. President Trump has the constitutional obligation and right to name a nominee that's qualified, and the Senate will hold hearings and do background uh, and advise and consent on that nomination. And it can be done, uh, quite frankly, uh, in a most straightforward way uh, between now and the election. My wife, Martha, her inspiration as a young lawyer, she's a 1984 graduate as a female lawyer, SMU Law School. 
uh, in a very male-dominated world. I think maybe maybe 20% of the class were females then. Her inspiration was Sandra Day O'Connor, the first yeah. female Supreme Court justice. She was confirmed in 33 days. Justice Ginsburg, 42 days. John Paul Stevens, 19 days. So uh, we have time uh, for a qualified candidate that has a, uh, a good track record. And President Trump, as you said, David, we ought to reiterate this. Right. I don't think there's a single thing. I got Donald Con- Trump. Congressman, I got to move on. Yep. Rush Limbaugh is ready to speak, and I got to get Do out it. of the way. See you soon.